0: Friday morning, December second. This will probably be out in the afternoon um, because, I, unlike unlike you, Mike, I, I, you know, try to get the podcast. when it's my turn to edit. I try to edit it, you know, quickly so that it's not um, not out of date. Although there is a game at seven thirty tonight, so it's gonna be it's gonna be close. But with, with how little uh, effort gets put into the editing process, uh, which is kind of speaks to. How how much effort you don't give in that every time you edit it always takes like a day and a half. Um, right.
1: So it's funny. I was I was talking to my my buddy Justin last night. Justin Slaughter, his name is real last name. Um, and I was I have this idea for a podcast that I want to do, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, we'll just do a couple." I wanted him to be my first guest, and he mm-hmm. said, "Just do a couple episodes." Uh, you know, so that way I'm not like your first like podcast. And I was like, "Oh no, I've I've got a podcast. We've got like 50 episodes." And he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's just maybe the most unprofessional podcast in the world." So you, I guess, you wouldn't really know about it.
0: See, I legit don't know our uh, our uh, Apple um, podcast login, and I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to get locked out of my Apple ID, so I don't know how many listeners we have. Thank you. To everyone that uh has listened we don't know we're flying in blinds we're, we're, yeah. we're flying in blind and it's an eye test pod so it's kind of you know <laughs> it's both I, things i kind of have to
1: say too uh, it, it works out in this weird way where sometimes when you put very little effort into something uh there's there's this magic that just is kind of uh swirling around that Um, And then it catches fire somehow. So who knows, you know, maybe uh, maybe we surpass 32 thoughts in the, uh, you know, one one of these days because we don't care and we
0: won't know, I guess. Right. It's like like I said on the pod, if you want to listen to something that we we put effort in to listen, listen to our bands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's where it kind of ends as far as the effort goes.
1: Yeah. But well, we um, like, like the Islanders, we like to talk about them. So we like the Islanders
0: and also just to correct the record, this is episode 46. This is the Joe the the Joe Byron uh the, the dark <laughs> the dark Brandon Tanav dark Brandon, Tanev, dark Brandon Tanev, uh, edition of uh of the pod. And because but, of
1: that, we're going to be talking about nothing but the 2024 election and the paths for both both main parties to to get to where they need to be.
0: Uh and and you know and the 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 third party, uh, the, the Kanye candidacy, uh, at some point might might make oh, its way into there because of the ba, 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 ba. <laughs> the whole thing. Really, not too good. Pretty much all uh, of it. The major
1: situation alert. Yeah. Uh, the... yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it is a bit of a situation, isn't it?
0: Yes, ongoing. Um, but the Islanders are, are, are a better situation hey. than the Kanye yeah, situation. They, they... They really, they're in a bet. Hey,
1: if you're on, if you're a member of the New York Hockey Islanders, you're probably sleeping a little bit better than
0: Kanye West. Uh, and what's just to say that you're sleeping, um, which I Branch imagine Churcher. he has not, <laughs> judging by the the impression the BB net in Yoohoo, uh, <laughs> rough, rough yeah. all around, but it's not you, you, you
1: who caught us caught a stray bullet for sure. yeah
0: I think you who is gonna have to just just like knowing how brands tend to operate, I feel like you who is gonna <laughs> have to sue, right like you can't yeah. when when someone uses <laughs> your product and they show it physically when just naming the product alone, but um, naming it and holding it up as you back uh, the Nazis uh, unequivocally. It's it's kind of a, I, I would say it's an unmitigated brand disaster. Um, had
1: to I had to look this up. I had to look this up. But it's it, it's going to circle it back to the Islanders. Mm-hmm. YooHoo, not a Pepsi product. So I have to ask you, regardless of whether or not they make a statement,
0: mm-hmm. who do you got? Who who do you prefer? You who or Pepsi? Well, I mean. I'm third party there, you know, because youhoo uh that's that's uh I, I know it's not um technically it's not a chocolate milk, it's a chocolate drink. Yeah. But I'm but I'm I'm vegan. So uh as, okay. as someone that you know cares about uh cruelty, I will um not uh good for part, you. Part, 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 participate. Um very good for Just you. take the and, high road <laughs> once again. Let me, let me let
1: me let me do one more Yuho thing and then we can start talking about the islanders. The mm-hmm. last record that uh my band recorded we recorded with a guy named jamie king in north carolina he's recorded like between the buried me and the contortionist if you're kind of familiar with that world between the buried me who we're going on tour with next year uh for like two months it'll be fun to coordinate the pod during the like very important months too like february march april kind of area uh it'll be fun a lot of
0: call-ups gonna be a lot of call-ups i think but but i imagine we might we might get some closet pods again I'd love um, I'd love to do this. This podcast is made for 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 closets.
1: And I I do think that it would be very it, it'll be very fun to coordinate also the time zone stuff. But either way, um, yeah. my 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 whole thing brings it around to the entire time that we recorded. We were there for like three weeks ish. Um, he kept talking about YooHoo and how he can't drink it anymore, but like once in a while he gets himself it as a treat, and then <laughs> he. We at the last day of recording we buy him like a twelve pack of YooHoo as like a thank you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh man. Most dr- he called it one one, he called it the most drinkable shit ever. And then and I swear to God, man, he 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 fucking took a can of it. It was like one sip and he was done and he crushed the can. It was fucking it, nuts.
0: It's a very, it is a very drinkable drink Dur- during most, my during my my cruelty days. Uh it, most it was- drinkable shit.
1: You're still not, in your cruelty day. It's just not. It's not targeted towards animals.
0: Well, it's only targeted towards people that I feel hold back podcasts that I do, and that's really that's really right. it. Let's and, get it, uh, let's
1: keep going then. I guess. Come um, on. Let's let's enough of this. Let's go.
0: So so to bring it back to the Islanders, Which uh, are trying to do it. They have been since last last podcast dropped, uh, or since we last recorded. Um they actually are only 4 and 3 starting with from the Nashville game mm-hmm. to the uh to the um Philly the second Philly game they are 4 and 3 and it doesn't feel that way it feels like they're they're what, much better what were
1: they what were they before that cuz it must have been a a real heater like 4 and 0 situation or something like that well they, were, are they we were sure
0: they were 11 and 6 before so it it it's uh they Oh
1: yeah cuz the fucking Stars game you're right you're right that's they were too... they were
0: eleven and six. So I mean, they they are. Uh, let me think. They are
1: fifteen and nine.
0: They were they were five games over five hundred before. And now they're six games over. Five... Maybe my math is I don't know. Yeah, give a fuck. Who, this is again. They're saying, yeah, they're just well. a numbers pod. But they're doing well. But I uh, I guess the first thing to talk about I, we usually don't go over it too much, but now that we're 24 games into the season, we're almost a third uh, into the season. I I think it's worth, it's worth, you know, talking a little bit about Ilya Sorokin in, in depth now that he is the goal saved goal saved above uh, expected leader by like a significant margin. He is clearly the best goalie in, in New York and, uh, the best Russian goalie in New York, the best goalie in the league. And uh, I, I think, I, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I, is it, is it fair to say that already that this is the best goalie of, of our watching? Bounders. Of, of uh, our okay, uh, okay. of watching?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going to say it's, it's literally, we can't compare it to someone like Billy Smith um because the position is entirely different of our watching it depends on how and you will be able to answer this better than I because as a guy who I've been watching and playing hockey since I've been you know three four five years old but I have other than a brief stint that I had uh at the age of five the first organized hockey that I played I was a goalie for a season Mm -hmm. and then uh, my parents talked me out of it. They're like, as most parents usually do when they know that their kid's gonna play, you know, significant. Like uh, I was, I played hockey all my life. They're like, you don't want to do this to yourself. I don't think. And I was like, all right. And and you know, and then I pivoted. Um, but but tipo. other than that, <laughs> other than that, I I don't and, and and you know, I I know I know I know the ins and outs uh, uh, a, a little bit. Uh, but but you pay attention to the position a lot more than I. Where my kind of thing is, uh, I, I I look at the ridiculous saves and be like, uh, you know, the athleticism is obviously very noticeable. And the other thing is that I've noticed more than more than any other Islander goalie in my in my lifetime, he seems to be like locked into position and uh, tracking the puck really well, more so than you know guys who who have played. I mean, Varlamov's been really really good, but obviously there's. There's ups and downs, as there is with any goalie, honestly. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, you can speak to this a lot better than me, and it it also depends on how much you value and remember the Rick Pietro days. And your your brain, as like a hockey watcher, as you as you grow older, you learn more things. So it's one of those things where like it would be interesting for you to take step into the time machine, go to a walk in the Nassau Coliseum, and watch a Rick Pietro in his prime game. Uh, and be and and look at at all of these different if different you know things that you're noticing about Sorokin and kind of compare them at that point. So it's 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 hard to say, but like for me, rec- a little recency bias. Yeah, yeah, Sorokin is so far, so far. But th- let me let you talk about it because you're you're a goalie. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, it's it's as, as you were talking, I was like just like scanning my brain, and it's like I think, you know, it's with with DiPietro, he. We we forget with with uh how his reputation uh was bad. And then there's this like little window of time basically from I would say because he had like he he basically when they traded Osgood in 03, he like uh it's to make space for him. And then the following year, oh three, oh four, the last year before the lockout, he's the starter and puts together a pretty good season and then 0506 the team is a mess because of they lost every good player that they had in 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 the lockout um bah, 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 bah. but like from basically the the when he came back from the olympic break in 06 to when he uh when the uh the sleeper agent for the rangers uh Marion Gaberik Who's on the, the wild at the time, but he had received orders um, prior to the, they coor- <laughs> the coordinated, the collusion that, that occurred uh, with him fucking up his hip at the, at the skills competition, him really starting to like cement himself as like, Oh, actually I'm, I'm carrying the Mike Comrie Islanders to a playoff spot. Uh, well, right. no, that, that was, that, that was too heavy of a lift that he, explodes his hip. Um yeah. That was that was uh that was really good. Uh I mean that was he had some he was very good to great in that period and especially like the in like oh six oh seven he was like pretty pretty dominant and uh in that abbreviate before the injury oh seven oh eight he was like in heart conversation because again Mike Comrie a first line of Ruslan Fedotenko, Mike Comrie, and Bill Guerin in 2007 uh, was being uh, brought to the like was in a playoff position. Um, all that said, I still think Sorokin, and and I think part of it is like it, it's it's not just the player; it's it's also I think a testament to the organization around it, like, cause we, when we talk about, when we've talked about it before, just with er, other eras of Islanders is that like, they, this era actually has like, for all the complaints justified and unjustified about Lou and, and, and Ledecky there, there's actually like an infrastructure. There's actual like ability and, 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 an agency and influence that, that uh, an and investment that, that this uh, organization has. So like, I think Sorokin is 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 killing it and I think it's like it's 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 uh the fact is it's like it's a solid I I'm not as down on this team as the people that that um lose their mind after freaks. every single loss freaks the freaks. freaks get
1: a life get a life they're 15 and 9 they're doing really well anyway go ahead go ahead yeah no <laughs> freaks
0: they, they are freaks but I I just think uh Sorokin like the thing about Sorokin is that similar to deep uh to DiPietro he he feels like he has all of the the skill in the world all the athleticism he's not um coming in 25 pounds more muscular season to season Mm -hmm. which you know there might be some situation when you consider the body breakdown there might be some uh situations going on in the bloodstream for dpho back in the day
1: i i don't know if i brought this up in this podcast but it's something that has made me like start to get a little more limber as opposed to just like lift 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 which fucked up for what it's worth when i was a senior in high school it's like you know steroids bullshit
0: no i
1: should have it would be I, i would do steroids that would be dope um, no, it's true. I was, I had, I had a shot at playing, uh, for the Suffolk Sharks, which was quote unquote pro roller hockey. <laughs> I had, no, seriously, it would have been so, but it would have been sick to be like, technically I got paid to do that. That's fucking awesome. Even though it was bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's fucking, it, it was really fun. And the jerseys were sick, but it's one of those things where I just was like, oh, you're dumb when you're younger, even, even as young as Di Pietro, it happens to hockey guys all the time. Um, and I was just lifting so much and I fucked up my shoulder and I had a horrible senior year and I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to play. Um, I was, I played, I played through, but I, I had a horrible season. So it's one of those things where at every level, it's one of those it, like, like it, being limber and being fucking like, as opposed to like hockey's not a sport where you get huge. And to a certain extent, you, you have to think about it. Like, there's this, and I, I know you're gonna roll your eyes a little bit, but there's this movie called Stalker from this mm-hmm. Russian director uh, oh, uh, tar, tar, Tarkovsky, and and Ugh, talking about how hour. right, right, talking about how like there there's there's a moment in it where someone in the movie talks about how like death is associated with the the like stiffness and hardness, and life is kind of more like fluid and soft, and it really it 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 kind of like. It's, it it makes me think about just like being being able to kind of like be a little softer and being able to like mend with and mold with kind of like kind of like things and situations both mentally and physically bring it back to kind of the DiPietro thing where Sorokin looks limber as hell uh like the the the, the athletic saves that he makes are those like going post to post like you know the stick save against the rangers last year he had one this year that was yeah. insane too
0: yeah, L- just he like- has one. He has one every every game. He has a a a save that to me yeah. would be a save of the year in any other year. Like every in the in the game against the Blue Jackets, Johnny regular season hockey, having that having that like uh, that rebounded chance or it was like it went off the boards or it was like a it was like a broken play. Yeah, and it went right to him and like he was on his stomach and like just lifted his fucking leg up perfectly. Like he. He, he has what what I – like the – the they both – him and DPH are both play that like kind of athletic style or whatever. But one, so Sorokin keeps his body the way yeah. that like if you're going to – It needs to be. Because if you're going to play like a – it only makes sense to get big as a goalie as like if you're going to be playing a Robin Laner type of like uh, angles. Yeah. Angles like at all times and just like very, very refined – um, like technique type of and not to say that not to say that that Sorokin doesn't have technique but it's like unless you're sure. unless you're playing a a, a style of, of goal like a, a, a Jaguar again like a big body type thing then then you might as well uh
1: where where does Vasilevsky fall into all this because he's huge but I feel like he's got that
0: limberness too he's both he's both and and he like like Jaguar you know has that that cheating equipment type situation going on but but he is he's not honest he's a freak he's a freak in that he is he is limber and he's huge like it's it's yeah it's uh that's what makes him such a that's what makes like i I forgot who i was talking to but it was like with uh it might have been like a ranger fan ranger fan friend of mine recently where it was just about like i was just talking about uh talking about how like it was nice to not have to like watch, not have to be invested about like uh, my team playing uh, Vasilevsky for a playoff round because it's just like every time yeah. I remember like almost every goal of the Islanders have scored because it took fucking forever for each of those goals to like happen. Yeah. And like, it's, it's nice to have Sorokin who's a guy that when like, when you're on like Reddit, you're on Twitter and you see other fans talking about Sorokin yeah, it's getting to that level of like uh, viewing him as like a like just a, a cheat code is is what he's referred to often and uh, yeah, yeah yeah and and I think the part of it is so on top of the athleticism and I think the maybe the the Blue Jackets game one one of the games recently I'm trying to remember which it doesn't but it, it's he has the games so so when you have the games like the the Oilers game which is like him having a forty oh, yeah. save shutout against Connor McDavid one and of the they, best. Leon of
1: ever. the cap era, right? Ever
0: yeah. It's yeah. Of, of, of all their, like, analytics. Which means ever.
1: Which means ever, yeah.
0: Of the analytic era, I believe one of the chart boys had, like, a thing where it was, like, since they started doing this tracking, like, in terms of, like, volume of shots and volume of quality shots and having a shutout, it's, like, an unparalleled performance. And, like... And-
1: and for what it's worth, uh, we always talk about like oh we have to say of the of the cap era or when these guys started tracking this stuff. But goaltending famously not very good back in those days. So you can you can kind of assuredly say that was one of the best games by a goalie ever, like you were saying.
0: Yeah, and and it's like uh, I, I so like you have games like that, but then you have games like the 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 Blue Jackets game where it, mm-hmm. you know. Sorokin was dialed in, but there's only 26 shots against, and 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 you'd have periods where I know that the Blue Jackets came alive when the the refs cheated and tried to bring them back into it, but uh, with that power play, but but it's he he's not one of those goalies that needs like 35 shots to 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 right. be, and and I think that's big just because ideally. You want the Islanders to start to have more twenty-five shot uh, against games as opposed to, uh, of course, forty-nine. But but uh, he, I, I think he has like he has two forty plus uh, the the Ranger game and this one are two forty. So he has two forty plus shot shutouts in the same season. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. It's one of those things where the the fact that he is able to stay focused uh, when the games aren't like that Uh, Mm aren't just uh, like, I know some goalies talk about like, yeah, they they need, they they like when they get that many shots, but it's like, that's cool and all, but you have to, your team is, is needs to aspire to not let up a lot of shots. So goalies that are able to, to dial in in the playoffs, he's going to be the guy and, and, and him being able to manage in situations where the Islanders don't let up a shot for five minutes, six minutes, but then there's a here's a two on one here's a you know he, he, here here come the uh, here come the Bruins or something like that and uh, right right and so Sorokin is uh, the the odds on Vesna favorite and uh, and he I imagine will stay that way uh, because yeah. he is the best but as we get to other parts I I guess is there is there a part that uh, that you a part or player that part of the team like, that that you'd like to talk I mean, about, perhaps something that's of concern or just um, debate. Meh.
1: You know how I am with with the concern aspects. I'm not concerned. Don't worry. Be happy. Uh, uh, which is which is true to a certain extent. I mean, the injury stuff is concerning, quote unquote, but it's one of those things that every fucking team has to deal with it. Hate to hate to make you roll your eyes. The Avalanche are fucking banged up beyond oh Earth.
0: my god another fucking avalanche thing god damn it
1: all right all right i'll 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 put i'll push this i'll push this a little bit but it, it's one of those things where uh this is a good time of year to like yeah no palmary no Landeskog, no uh similar um, similar you know quality of yeah. player there yeah right yeah <laughs> um uh, no, and, and I can you know, I, I can I can keep naming them off on both sides. But it's one of those things where uh, this is the time where you you kinda like you, you could you can blame losses on injury or you can kinda like be like, oh man, they were able to string together these wins even with this, that, and the other thing happening. Um, and I kind of feel like the Islanders uh, are they were built to be that way during the Barry Trotz era. Then they're built similarly now. Obviously they play a little bit of a more like offensive uptick. Uh, system, but uh, yeah, it's one of those things where like the biggest concern would be if the goal scoring goal scoring kind of like slowed down and they had a bunch of guys like they've got Holmes in who's looked good. I don't know how you feel. I think he's looked good, even though he hasn't converted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he's he's still like a little soft on pucks, but uh, I think that that'll you know that that'll that'll change. I, I I'm I'm happy with the way he's looked for the most part. Um, I, if I'm gonna highlight anything though. It's it's good to say that Barzell scored. We were rooting for him not to and to yeah, just pile yeah. up the assists. But whatever, he scored. And it was only the one game, unfortunately, the game that they lost. I think that the goals will start coming a little bit more, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Nelson's continued to be uh, incredibly consistent. And Parise has been uh, like a standout. Um, yeah. Continues to be. He fucking rocks, man. He I think you were saying he is a candidate for your reverse retro.
0: He is. He is. So he's a candidate he's become a candidate for my reverse retro in part because Sorokin is 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 such a gem. I almost feel like so I haven't had a traditional home jersey mm-hmm. since a guy, I'm not sure he really put up much numbers or, or accomplished much of anything. But there's a guy that used to be a captain, I think, for the Islanders and Pekka? went somewhere. Pecka might have been Pekka. Sure, but his jersey's in my closet, and I'm not ever gonna wear it. I've, I've decided to not wear it ever again. Maybe, maybe for the last ever game against him as a, as a, as an adversary, I might, I might bring it back, but. I don't have do one. Do you think?
1: Do you think there's a world where he his contract is done with the Leafs, but he's still got some juice in the tank, and the Islanders are in a position where it's like, you know what, you know what? Do you th-
0: do you think that there's a situation like that that would ever happen? So here's what I think could happen. I mean, it's it's like it, it would it would take so many mm-hmm. fucking things like. There's like uh in the in my Doctor Strange perusing the the, the multiverse Who? of possibility. Dr. Dr. Bunjamin?
1: Dr. Uh, okay. Uh, perusing, know, I'm familiar with him.
0: Perusing just every alternate timeline that, that could exist. It's like the Islanders would have to be like in, in pole position in like the last year of that guy's contract. Right. They need a like this is maybe like a post Brock Nelson situation. Like the yeah, like I don't, know if don't have a, a second line center, or their second right. line center is like Ratty, but he's hurt for some reason. So they have sure. like cap room, yeah. and like that's that's a lot how of dominoes. It, it a was handful of literally dominoes, that, yeah. but
1: like and the like, Leafs and the Leafs are selling.
0: They're selling. Maybe they've already won. May, maybe they they won theirs, or it, it, it all fell apart, and they just have to probably you know, that cut their losses. probably
1: that Austin Matthews is playing in uh, Houston because the franchise yeah. got relocated,
0: but. I need I need Sorokin. I, I'm thinking about having Sorokin being my traditional. Sure. And then and then going fun, going a little fun on the on the. Yeah, like it's a fun the, jersey. But Parise Parise, like let, let me tell you, when we get to the playoffs, playoff Parise is I'm gonna like it's gonna be emotional because that guy's gonna be playing what he thinks is his last, what he wants to be his last. I I don't know if he wants. He clearly ha- has a drive to play, but I I bet all things considered he probably wouldn't mind getting to just be a dad.
1: Sure. So, you sure. Know,
0: you know what I mean? But,
1: but I mean, it's hard to say with these guys because it is one of those things where even when you take it away, even when they willingly take it away from themselves, a lot of them are just like, you know what I want to do actually play hockey, actually, that yeah. that would actually be better. But um, but and, yeah. I, yeah. 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 I hope he still got, I, I hope he's still got like two more years after this one left with the Islanders. So, I do. I love watching him play.
0: He has a lot of juice, but when that guy plays, when that guy plays in the playoffs, he's going to just pl- every shift is going to be like he's going to treat every shift like it's game seven, yeah. tied game, and he's it, it's there's a minute left in the game. Like he is going to be psychotic. Yeah, he's going to be. Um, so uh, uh, you you jumped. We, we're jumping around like always. Nelson. Yeah. The phrase underrated gets thrown around a lot. Yeah, like Sasha Barkov got to be the uh, underrated most, un- for a while. most underrated player in hockey, uh, and that was the thing. Despite winning Selkie's, despite being just talked about all the time,
1: yeah,
0: as the most underrated. Brock Nelson, to me, is a guy that like, especially if he if he stays at his pace, if he has a thirty thirty to thirty five goal season this year, as the Islanders' all situation player. Yeah, he's like, getting
1: better. It's one of those things, man. Where, where, like these, the the fucking uh, the graph pushers are being fucking. You know, the the shits wrapping around on them because these players take such good care of themselves and mentally become smarter. They've, they've they've gained this like experience, and so players like Brock Nelson. I'm not saying players like Cal Clarbuck and Matt Martin. I'm saying players like Brock Nelson. They can get better as they as they age.
0: Stamkos, yeah, be- man. Stamkos and Tavares, like they, they're examples of like those are guys that were just consistent. They had a year, they, they had about a year, year and a half or so, where like everybody was like, "Oh, see, we told you they, they start the downturn." And part of it's true, but part of it's also like they were just like, "Oh, I need to change a little bit of my training or something," and then they, yeah. then they become the players that they were yeah. before. Like, and and yeah. that's so you have instances like that, and then you have instances like like Nelson where and it's not as extreme but Brad Marchand no. Brad Marchand was a guy that was like remember when he signed his big contract yeah. it was like whoa i don't know about this yeah he's pretty good but yeah. and then he instantly became like one of the best wingers in 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 his position and it's like yeah. it's not it's not to that extent but it's also like uh it's a similar thing of like this is a guy that just it took time for him to actualize and find exactly what makes him tick, what makes him tick and what makes him go. Um I guess I guess and you mentioned Pajot. Pajot, I think heard the everybody I didn't
1: mention Pat I didn't mention Pajot but Pajot oh, rocks and he's oh. been playing unbelievable. He's
0: been playing better and it's it what's interesting I, I still I'm so curious about what his future is. With the team, I, I think they'll keep him for sure, especially because it's not like through through the contract, I think. Yeah, If Ratty, I honestly do. Well, if 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 uh, Ratty or Ratu was uh, if he was dominating in the AHL already, he's like being decent, like decently productive. It's his first season. Like it's he's being productive, but not like dominant. If he was dominant, if he starts to dominate, that's where you get into the conversation of like, all right, let's let's bring him up.
1: Counterpoint, if the cap goes up like it's Mm -hmm. supposed to, and Sezikis kind of starts, keeps, you know, a little bit. Not saying he's been horrible, but, like, the production's obviously not there. And you replace Sezikis with Mm Pajot in terms of just, like, uh, quality of opponents on ice. And just, like, he he can play – Pajot can play in every situation. If that guy's your fourth-line center, and I love Casey Sezikis, I really do – and you kind of make, like, a little bit of a turn. Uh, you know, The this is kind of the last fucking dance for the identity line, I think. Just because their bodies are fucking... <laughs> Clutter
0: Clutterbuck needs a maintenance, like, game every, like, four games or five games. He, he, he broke the... In the time since our last pod, he broke the hit record. Which is awesome, by the way. And if you don't think it's
1: awesome, whatever, I don't care. Then you don't like the player, whatever. I don't God, care. God, that fucking it's cool. take.
0: Oh, my God. I forgot about yeah. that. Hitting's dope. Hitting's dope. Hockey rocks.
1: Anyway... And and for what's worth, Matt Martin slowed down a little bit, but he obviously showed that he still got a little bit of gas in the tank too. But I'm saying I'm looking more like two ish years in the future, and I think that like you kind of pivot, yeah, yeah. Uh Adurati, Aturatu, whatever. Um Ratatuli. He is our friend. And uh if he gets that he if he gets that call up, I think it's more likely in a situation of Paggio becomes the fourth-line center. And I know that, like, you don't want a fourth-line so, center making so, the money that he makes. Five also, million? Like, the, cap, <laughs> the cap's going to go up. The cap's going to go up. You know, you work with... It's one of those things where, like, work with the best players that you can under the cap. I, I don't... And, and if this guy's on an ELC, it makes it more manageable.
0: So, yeah, I mean, in, it it's one of those things where, like, if if the issue of Suzuki is not being productive enough at two and a half million as your fourth-line center... Does is Paggio being like what his production rate is, but at 5 million as your see a, a, the, again? The context, right. the context that you bring up is that you know, the essentially ELC. the ELC, and you have you know, uh, if, if you're essentially you know, Ratty Ratu will be at like 925 or so, like, mm-hmm. uh, or like a nine, nine, 925k, yep. and and uh, Paggio at 5 million or whatever, that's so that's 3 million on average between your third and. Your third and fourth lines—that's actually less than what you're spending now between your your two yeah. bottom six. I just so potentially
1: better better situation.
0: I think with I, I, I think that idea is especially because I think there's a there's a possibility that if if this if you said this is the last year for the fourth line because it's almost forcing that to be the case. Yeah,
1: they're bodies. They're bodies.
0: In my mind, there's like there's a path for next year. The fourth line is Perise. Pajot and I don't know, someone else like so a, a, a Clutterbuck equivalent type guy. At, right.
1: At, maybe even fucking, maybe even one of those guys still because yeah, they're going to yeah. all be under contract and, you know, not all of their, not all three of their bodies are going to give out. I yeah. I don't think. So but, yeah, we'll see.
0: But, but, uh, you know, I, I think um, I see, we, I see we're going to have to switch to the, the second session soon. Yeah. But uh, I think I think um, well, he, what like, are you
1: thinking? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, Pajot, I also...
0: Yeah, go ahead. I guess my only concern with Pagano, another thing, is that like his production has been good lately. The one mm-hmm. thing about him is that I, I, I really do wonder is like wh- the the injuries that he got in in the in the the Tampa playoffs season, last in, year and that, that run. I wonder. His, oh,
1: the year before, yeah.
0: He has not. He hasn't whipped the ball. Like, he His shot. He's gotten goals and they're, they're of the, the, the shoveling garbage and de- deflection variety, which all count, which all count, but it's just one yeah. of those things of like, it's hard to count on production. If, if you think a guy's shot is, yeah. is potentially uh, cooked. Cause he has like, when was the last time you saw him rip a shot? It's been a while. Uh, it's been. A I don't while. think
1: any of the goals he scored this year have been that. No. Um, I'm sure there's an instance or two last year, but that is an outlier. Um, and then the the last thought I had about the fourth line situation was I would I I think that there is a part of me that also wants to say there's a good chance that next year you still wind up with a we're we're trotting the fourth line back out to start the year. It's possible that that happens too because these guys yeah. are all under contract and the team loves them. All right, let's switch over. Um, okay. Let's let yeah. So so all right. Little pause. Alrighty
0: sleep so just to to pick back up from where you were before uh yeah. i i think so as we talk about you know roster movement, what kind of crick, what kind of cricky, uh, crickety stool situation you got going on there? I'm hearing a lot of creaking.
1: You know what it is, I, and I'm I'm curious about this myself. If this is going to translate to the pod, but because I teach a lot of guitar lessons over Zoom, uh, I recently changed my audio settings, mm-hmm. and to make it so that way they can hear my guitar manner. And you might also be getting a lot of. Oh, uh, uh, background noise because of it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change it back to what I believe it was.
0: Well, I'll talk um, while you do that. So I think I, I think I already did it. Can you hear the crickety stool? No, I don't hear the, the, the rickety right. stool situation. Right. So, um, keep, as keep we, talking.
1: I'll be back in two seconds.
0: As we talk about, I don't think Mike's wearing pants. He's he's wearing very short shorts. I, I saw a lot of his leg just now, just so that people are, are knowing I, uh, well, I'll I'll interrogate him, but I, I saw a lot of upper thigh. Um, uh, so, as it pertains to Holmstrom, I think he's Holmstrom, and and just this conversation about injuries uh, and you know where adjustments might come. I think, I think it, it is a good time for. There's never a good time for an injury, but like none of the injuries seemingly are like severe. Um, they're all, I mean, I know Palmieri got put on the IR, um, who, which is unfortunate because he was putting together a pretty low key, good season. He was on pace for like 25 goals. Um, I
1: hear you, by the way, I have my AirPods
0: in, so oh, I'm ready to, I'm I'm the, ready for any address, allegations. Address the, you're, you weren't wearing pants situation. Allegations. Um, I'm wearing shorts. My shorts are very
1: short and they also double as, all right, here we go. Um, uh, this is a point of contention with many people who know me. Um, especially people that I tour with, mm-hmm. uh, I wear shorts as my boxers, very short shorts, so that way I can ball anywhere.
0: But but with with pants over them, pants over them. But if it's summer, yeah, no, I I, I it's don't just, mind. It's it's just the shorts. Oh, so you free ball in the summer? Yeah, yeah. That's a little that's a little unhygienic, and I think a little stinky too. Um, no, but... I'm listen. I got a lot of pairs of these shorts. I think it's a little stinky. It's oh, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, Lauren's. Your fiance, not my, yeah, yeah, your she, fiance we, not my wife. Yeah, your fiance, not my wife. Is what Marketing we is what we talk about on the hockey podcast. Um, but uh, so I, I was saying that that as unfortunate Holmstrom. as injuries are, injuries are never ideal. Uh, it, it, none of these injuries seemly like are long standing. Um, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a a. As good a situation as you can get with the way the Islanders' season was going, which is that you know that you need some changes. A lot of them involve money, needing to money, and like long-standing givens on the team, like guys that you were used to that that for all their flaws, you you could expect a certain amount of production out of. You need to see what if if the you know the shiny prospects are actually able to like, what are they able to actually do right now in the pros? Because I I've mentioned it um in the chat before. I'm not sure if I mentioned on the pod, but like something that I think about all the time is you remember when the Islanders lost Mark Strite, and the thought was, Oh, Matt Donovan's been killing it in the AHL. He'll be able to, yeah. to, to jump right in. It doesn't and, always translate. And it kind of tanked that, that 2013, 14 season in, in losing the flawed yeah power play quarterback in 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 Mark right for a guy I'm, that is not a pro hockey player. I'm going to keep this brief
1: because I know it'll annoy you, but the Avalanche are going through a similar thing with all the injuries. In the fucking Avalanche. landis Scognatutschkin, there it, it's uh for a while uh, uh Gerard was hurt. There, there's it, it it they pile up and there are guys that are killing in the AHL and there's two paths to being successful. While you're, uh, while you're banged up like this one, like you're saying, if these guys step it up, right. If these younger guys, these, these prize prospects step it up or two, which is kind of what the avalanche have been winning through, despite if your star players really step up, you know, the Islanders don't really have Nathan McKinnon, uh, uh, Miko Rantanen type. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where Matt Barzell has been unbelievable, but I think the path more is realistically as opposed to the Avalanche one where it's like we're just we have top heavy production here and you know we can't let these guys cool off or else it's it's you know it's gonna be loss after loss. Avalanche have had really solid goaltending. The Islanders, I will give Ilya Sorokin, you know, he's he's that's that's the other kind of like combination factor, right? Where I think the Islanders path here through the banged upness is It's going to have to be young guys stepping up, mixed with the Ilya Sorokin being outstanding. And Varlamov for what's worth, too, because he's been solid as hell, as opposed to a more top-heavy type situation. Because they don't have the, like, super, super top-heaviness, which is pro and con, again, because they're more— I do think that the depth is just a little—from the NHL to the AHL, I think the depth is a little stronger. Even if by accident, because I know that for the last five years or whatever, Corey Pronman's, you know, uh, uh, prospect rankings have been like Islanders 29, you know, uh, these guys stink. Fuck them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, yeah. so it's one of those things where but they, they do have these guys that you look to and you're like, they're probably gonna be pretty dope. And so now's the time for them to be pretty dope.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that it's it's. So with, with Holmstrom, like, I, I I think he's looked, he's, he's looked fine. Like I, I haven't been, I'm, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, he's dominant. Out he he no, makes, no. he makes, he makes nice little plays. I also think on some level he's, he's playing to not make a mistake. You know, like th- there was that um, quote from the Islanders, Sebastian Ajo, who's been better than expected. I think that, like I said before, I think ultimately that's a position that you're going to want to improve upon when it comes to the playoffs. Cause I don't want to have to trust. Um, Sebastian Ajo to, to make good defensive plays, be, be competent enough defensively for four out of seven games. Um, But he talks about how last year he struggled because he was trying to make the hero play. He was trying to do uh, make big, you know, big splashes and just, it wasn't it. And Holmstrom has very much been avoidant of that. Um, He had an assist on that awesome Wallstrom uh, goal. Um, nice seeing Barzell and Wallstrom start to cook together. Nice seeing Wally beat the shit out of Tony D'Angelo. And we'll get to that actually after this, but uh, yeah, but, but with, with Holmstrom, it's that, you know, I think he's, he's ready to be an Islander, honestly, especially with, with the lack of productivity from Josh Bailey. I think that's the guy that, that is most challenged by, by that. And what's good is that with, Ever since Holmstrom came up, Bovillier has been playing a little bit better. Um, I still yeah. think he's he's gonna, he's just gonna the type of player he is. He's gonna live on the hot seat, I think, for the rest of this contract. There's That's just it's guys fun. like that. There's just guys like that until they have like maybe an
1: unbelievable playoff run or something like that, and, and then I mean, and then they take a little bit of fucking heat off of them.
0: Well, he he always has the playoff runs. He never has the regular season that that would make the Islanders a team that would be maybe like six to eight points better. <laughs> I mean, like, like, but yeah, but I mean, you know, what's this, what is this contract right now?
1: He has one more year after this at like four, well, and, four if, to five. So, and in
0: today's landscape five, you know, yeah, eh, it's, it's, it's
1: borderline.
0: Does it call for it? Exactly. Or just, he's a borderline yeah. player. He's a borderline, you know, but, but all that's to say that the Holmstrom call up, I think has had the effect that you wanted it to have on Bo multiple areas. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, that's been, um, entertaining, uh, and, and, you know, the effect that you want to have Wallstrom and Wallstrom is just getting it. Wallstrom is absolutely, he is even in the games that he is not scoring, he's getting assists. He's, you dri- he's driving the play. He is, uh, and and it's uh, and the other thing is the goal that he had against the Blue Jackets was awesome. Because did, did you you saw what he did? The yeah. the fake, the him reading him reading Barzell on that play was awesome. Him reading where he should go and, and where the soft spot was, and not just using the soft spot just to shoot, but to, to use the threat of your shot. He froze everybody by faking yeah. like he was going to one time, and then he just took another one more stride and roofed it and and it was like all right this is a guy that is understanding who he is in context of the play not just thinking about what he's good at which is huge because the good oliver wallstrom plays have more or less been the same one they've been a shot where he just kind of like
1: on the power play power play
0: or or he just he just stayed by the circle got the puck and shot it and like
1: it's easy if if you're only a little bit different
0: if you're only able to do one thing from one area, because even Ovechkin, part of why Ovechkin's able to make that spot work for him is that he makes all the other spots work. It's actually like giving Ovechkin his area is almost like the the best way to deal with him, because everywhere else he's still him. And and yeah. Wallstrom's never going to be a a an Ovechkin type, which but doesn't change the fact if he can be a Shatan, a Miro Shatan type guy where he's. He's, he's just about knowing where the sm- where the soft areas are and how to how how to use how to make himself small and then make himself big um yeah. although he, I find that I find that he's being more physical as uh as as good old Patriot Tony D'Angelo found out um getting his head bounced off the uh the ice which I was and- at that game and and it was one of those things because Tony d'Angelo sucker punched him a couple times. And, like couldn't tell who it was, and it it all happened so fast, and you couldn't quite tell yeah. who it was and then, like right at the same time of finding being able to piece together who is throwing the punches is is right when Wallstrom got his arm free, yeah, and started yeah. hitting him back, yeah, and yeah, 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 that's where just like everybody fucking goes crazy, and I'm not a big fight guy, but i'm I'm a big like fights rock uh r- r- like. You know, if you're going to be a gutless puke like that, then okay, it's going to be a fight. Like it's if if Romanov throwing a clean hit on Hayes, which wasn't even like that. It wasn't even that heavy of a hit. It honestly yeah. wasn't like it wasn't. Uh, it, it, wasn't it's, it's it was. It's it's a thing that everyone hates.
1: Everyone, whether you're pro fighting or not, uh, because even the guys who are pro fighting, I feel like, like me, don't like when you get a big clean hit and immediately there has to be a fight because one, it annoys the guys who don't like fights that much. And two, it's one of those things where it's like, man, we should be able to have these big clean hits because they're clean. They're body to body. They just knock you off the puck. It's not a thing where it's there's, you know, targeted head shit. And it's like, there's real, uh, there's real potential for injury. So we should, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you should have assessed the situation better instead of got yourself in a position where my body can be bounced off the puck like it is. And, 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 you know, you shouldn't, no one should stick up for you when you make a mistake like that. I understand why you have to, but also don't, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let me just say this about the Oliver Wallstrom situation. Mm-hmm. My fake Jersey looking pretty safe right now.
0: It's it, it's that, that that's a fake Jersey of a real player. Let that's me tell right. you, a real NHLer, and so you know you have until eleven. It's ten forty one. So I just want to touch on. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll try to cut it to ten fifty. We'll get to the questions. I want to just talk about the defense. So one of the big things that's been talked about is the Isles' struggles at, at five on five with mm-hmm. the defense, and I guess at a certain point, like it's it's one of those things where I, I'm just kind of wondering what. What do you think should change with the defense? Because now now we're a third into the season and we're still seeing okay. some, some of the same patterns. And it's just like, it's one of those things where you don't want, you don't want Sor- Sorokin going to be Sorokin. And I don't doubt that at the same time, I'd like to, for the sake of uh, this is going to be his first year as a true starter. And it's his first year as yeah. a starter that, I believe that they're going to hold and be able to make the playoffs, it, but it's it's one of those things where you don't want. Remember the first time Vasilevsky would get to the playoffs, he'd be exhausted yeah. by the time he got there, and and that's one of the things that I am worried about. Concerned about is is what Varlamov has, has has filled in admirably. He's been solid, and I'm going to stay
1: that way. I and I
0: like I like the, it's, the Islanders' rotation um, has been, I think, very actually to maybe guard against that dynamic is right now. Cause you have people that are complaining like, Oh, you know, they do. It seems like they're doing two out of three. Ilya, like, like it seems like Varley gets in like right. one out of every three yeah. games. And What's it's I'm like, fine with? well, because it's also because Sorokin's been able to stay in his rhythm, even if, you know, even if the schedule is weird and, and he doesn't yeah. play for, you know, five days or something because of the way the schedule broke out, he's still there. I just, I want him to be a little bit, I want the Islanders to be less underwater in general. I just, yeah. I just think it's 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 for the the more the puck isn't in their zones, the less strain on the goalies and, and the defense. So if you were to change anything, obviously I think we we both agree on you know getting getting somebody. Um, yeah. More more that's more gonna be the trade
1: deadline target probably. That's
0: um, know, Shane bear is like probably like the the guy sure, that you, hey. you'd want. And for what it's
1: worth, a guy like that, like it, it's very clear. Uh, they were talking about it on the ESPN broadcast. The Islanders have the most goals by defenseman in the entire league.
0: Yeah, um, so
1: have another. Yeah, that's clearly uh, systematic, or or a point of like, uh, uh, you know, emphasis with the 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 coaching staff. Yeah, so a guy like a, a guy that has proven that they can be an offensive contributor. While also being a, a a relatively reliable defenseman, that's that's a perfect example of a of a good target, especially because he's not that expensive either. Um, I know that they're being rumored in the Chickering situation. I think that completely now. changes a lot of. Well, the as of you know thirty two thoughts last week, uh, Friedman said that the Islanders are technically a name that he has heard being around it. Who knows what that means? Yeah. I just that, I, I just, that yeah. completely changes that that you know, let's not even think about that right now. Uh sorry to bring it up.
0: Um but from personnel that they have now.
1: Uh well well so so it's it's probably a relatively unpopular decision. I don't think that Aho's been Egregious. I think he's been better than no. last year.
0: Oh, he's been um, definitely. I think that's agreed yeah. upon in general, though, that he's been better than last year. But like, I, I don't think that that the. I thought it was like interesting that that uh, Lane switched he, the, the way he shook up shook up the pairs was he put Romanov with Mayfield, yeah, yeah, and Aho with with Dobson, which is just like nightmarish in its own end. Aho Dobson in their own end is just like rough, but. I guess I, I'm just. Yeah. Gonna, uh, do do
1: you? I, I think here's here's what I do, and yeah. and it's, like I said, it's, it's relatively unpopular. I think that you just need to tweak like he's been doing. But it's probably the same six guys, man. Until they make a trade, same because... six. But how, would
0: you change the pairs in any way? And and if so, how? Oh,
1: so obviously, I, I think you keep Pellick and Pollock together because they. While pellic hasn't been like stand out, stand out the way that he has under Barry Trotz, I think that like he's still getting used to some things. Um, you know, we're 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 uh, far enough along in the season, like you said, where it's like things are are going to start becoming like a little more like this is what this is. You know, as opposed to like, oh, we're still making adjustments. There's always going to be adjustments being made, but it's definitely like, you know, as opposed to four games in the season, twenty four is a little mm. bit more. Like, all right, well, this this seems to be a little bit more of like a, a reoccurring thing. But I th- I think they figure it out to a certain extent. Um, and yeah, man, I I it's one of those things where like I don't love I I'm a big fan of like uh 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 you know physical big guy and guy who can move the puck being yeah. on the same pair my favorite uh abs pair last year before he got hurt was Sam Gerard Josh Manson very funny to look at them standing next to each other similar situation with like a Mayfield Aho type situation I think I wow, like how they've
0: a, I like how they've looked I think ajo's also looked his best when he's been with Mayfield
1: yeah and I I understand that that is like you you say those two names and it's a little like that probably feels immediately on paper like far and away the weakest pair but at the same time like I I don't know I still like it I still like it and I think that that's the tweak I make uh until there's a trade being made I think that you stick with this these six guys and you just tweak it that way I like I, I like Aha Mayfield and I like uh I like Dobson Romanov a lot too because again two two guys that are uh, Dobson's you know not like small but he's mm-hmm. he's the more agile and like offensive uh, of the two, and Romanov is more body. Uh, so, and, like, yeah.
0: With me, with that in mind, like, I, something that I'm curious about is that, like, I just part of me wonders if they should be tweaking, if they should go with because I, I, I think Pulak has been their best defense. I'm surprised he's been, that he's that- rocked. I think he's I think he's been their best defense because I Dobson's been amazing offensively but but defensively uh, he's he he's still I I can't tell and all all these things are interconnected right you you just talked about how the Islanders have the most goals by defensemen. right right and it seems like Adam Pelic I I think Adam Pelic's been been solid fine I just think he right. hasn't been as dominant defensively and I wonder to what extent that is just systemic is that like I think it you, is are are you able to be a shutdown defenseman, like a, an actual like shutdown defenseman, in a system, and I I, I, I literally like a- asking because I don't I don't I don't no. know what their fucking system is I I don't well, know well, clearly, clearly what it is. League's
1: a, League's a copycat league, right? Watching the Avalanche who won a cup last year, the the main thing, and I I like they've always been a team like this under Bednar, but the main thing is the fucking D, when they see a puck, they don't they don't play it safe. They're like if they see a puck that they can pounce on and move the puck up, it's fucking, we're going. Yeah. And I think that that Lane wants to play that way. Mm-hmm. Um and so a guy like Pellick who looks more dominant when he can just I stay back and I can use my stick and my position to like enforce that like this guy's not getting around me. Yeah. It, it, and I think to a certain extent, it's personnel where like um there's no Kal on uh, but Dobson's been Dobson's fucking sick, but you know, Kalmakar is a freak. Um, so it's a thing where Lane's kind of playing it a little bit both ways, where it's like maybe not every single fucking puck that you see you pounce on maybe you play it a little more like uh uh let's let's assess this situation as quickly as possible. So I think that that's it and I think that they're getting used to that and I think the difference of like the Barry Trots like you don't take that chance. you play for uh you play for the other team's mistakes uh as opposed to we're pushing the play and we're going to try and beat the better team no matter what. Um, I think that there's like a thing where, where Lane's probably trying to bridge the two. And he, and I wanted to say this earlier, too, where I was like, I want to keep, the, I would keep the same section, just tweak a little bit. There's things that he's doing to tweak, too, because he's only, the biggest, biggest thing of, of all of this is he's 24 games into his head coaching career. Yeah. That's it. So I think that those tweaks are going to be as significant as the little tweaks that Adam Pellick makes to his game as Aho, as he grows as a player uh, in the, in the NHL.
0: So before Um, we get to questions, I just, uh, I just, I'm just going to quickly say, I I'm curious how like Pulak Romanov, because I think having pool, like Pulak Romanov would, I think maybe force like one, I think Pulak being in Romanov's ear all game would be good about being able to settle it down a little bit. I think, I think Romanov still is, he's just a little bit too, too high event. He's feast or famine. And I get that's his Mm -hmm. style. But I think I think that would be good to have that in his ear, and stylistically, it'd be a compliment. Um, and uh, and uh, I think I think Pellick and Dobson, I think, would be great. I, I've just been calling for that for such a long time that I think it'd be nice to see how that would look. Okay, yeah. Q and A. Yeah, 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 Brooklyn Vinny, how much better will hockey be when all the boomers die? Um, I,
1: I I like the. Uh... Listen, the boomers for the most part are the ones that carry the eye test is uh I eye, eye test is important uh type kind of mentality. So I think that as long as we keep a little bit of that, uh it'll be better in so much as like the 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 stuff that you are in that that Vinny is definitely emphasizing more than anything being the like uh the boys will be boys type mentality when it comes to the off ice stuff Mm -hmm. is probably the, the, that, that's, so that's the thing that'll get better. Um, but I think that there's stuff to be taken from that boomer generation as flawed as it is John Tortorella being a good example of it. I think where he's kind of just like, he's had to, he's had to make adjustments. Um, and he said like, you know, players just, don't young young guys don't respond the way that young guys used to um and i think that that's a cultural thing and like it's it's fine uh but but i want to i i definitely want to keep a little more of the fucking like they're they're definitely of the like you gotta be mentally tough as well as physically tough uh generation and i think that we need a little bit of that to go along with all the skill that young people push
0: i will just add that i don't the culture issues will still be there because look at, look at bar stool. Look what the average bar stool enjoyer is. It's, it's like millennials and, and, and uh, it's just as much millennials and Gen Z people as it is Gen X and boomers. Okay. Next question. It's more direct towards me. Can you discuss goalie etiquette for playing and pick up men's league? And then the, the elaboration was first time this is from uh, Mike Rivkin First time mm-hmm. playing, uh, trying to 10 goals specifically on ice, played roller, haven't played in, in 20, 2009, 2016, haven't played mm-hmm. since. Little advice covering a puck, playing playing or not playing puck. So actually, I've never played ice, but I'm just going to generally say if you're playing pickup, if you're p- in, I just in general play it safe. Uh, I will cover the puck. I, I'm not good at, at stick handling the puck, and a few times where I've, especially when it wasn't my team, if it was just a pickup or mm-hmm. I was, like, an add-on, I've gotten, like, just cooked on a couple, like, oh, okay, it's like a, maybe I can get to that puck in time, and then I just don't, yeah. and then it's an empty net. It's, like, the worst, it's it's so awkward, so, just play this it safe. Organized hockey. This is organized hockey? Yeah, like, hockey it's said, men, men's, men's leagues, I guess, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, so uh, he said pick, up, pick up men's leagues, so in, in any event. Oh, uh,
1: Oh, I see. It Listen, if it's, some, if it's some kind of organized team where you're playing with the same guys and there's a schedule and stuff like that, there's playoffs as a, a kind of like end of the season type thing to, to look forward to, the goal to kind of get to, play it safe. If it's fucking pickup, definitely like assess the situation. And like if the other guys kind of just fucking, you know, having fun, doing stupid shit where the score is going to be fucking 15, 13 or whatever, uh do that. But yeah, I, I would say playing it safe is if you're playing organized hockey, you, you wanna you wanna win, right?
0: Yep. Okay. Rat Martin asks Hudson okay. Hudson Fashing son or Cole but uh Bardreau daughter. I'm gonna go um, Cole Bardrow daughter because I saw his uh penalty shot goal with uh with Christian Beale and uh Hudson Fashing's, the last name reminds me Of some of the darkest uh, periods of uh, humanity, uh, humanity. So I kind of want to, you know, not think about it.
1: Uh, My gut instinct is to, uh, is to battle you and battle you in the corner here. But I think that you bring up uh, a pretty good point. So I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Desmond.
0: Ooh. My friend Rob asked, "Hasn't been one hour yet?" So it's been one hour since I tweeted that we were going to be mm-hmm. d- recording in an hour, and it's mm-hmm. been one hour. It just changed one hour since he asked that question. So, okay.
1: so, so yes, in both yes, instances.
0: yes, in both instances. Why, why bars? Uh, uh, Zinlu's underscore fa because okay. their username is not uh, great. Uh, asked, why Barzal cut his hair. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's an adult now. I I, th- I think I think he, he he's trying to uh, he's trying to be an adult now. He's, it's like a it's like a wrestling thing that was his his young up and comer gimmick, and now he he's a main eventer. He's trying to take himself seriously. It's like when a guy goes from a guy that wears his T shirt to the guy that, that's wearing the suit in the ring. It's like a it's it's always a, a noticeable uh, transition.
1: Uh, my opinion is uh, he will probably grow it out like it was, like the way that you liked it, and then he'll cut it again. Because that's what hair does. It grows, and then he'll be like, oh, it's going to hold a little too long, and then he'll cut it. That's my thing. That's and my then, whole thing with hair.
0: Jared Hiller, the, the man who got the okay. hat trick on the last, the, 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 the hat trick of references last pod. Which Islander is the least vanilla, and why is it JGP? Oh well, one tats
1: two, French, which means probably a little sexual, uh, probably kind of like a little bit more like, like a uh, like a uh, like a movie uh, Un- higher IQ, wasn't that higher the, IQ when it comes to sexuality? The wasn't French, the just, the man, I'm going,
0: the guy, the, the other man in, in unfaithful, wasn't that a Frenchman?
1: Uh, yeah, and Diane I'm going Lane? with, and I'm and and I'm going to remember gonna that go, scene. Yes, listen, listen. <laughs> the French are sexual. One, so one. That's <laughs> two. Wow. Sexual. They are. They're. Are they not sexual beings? I mean, our, three. Okay. Uh, uh, three. Um, I don't really have a third. You have to let me. I'll. I'll
0: think of one for the next pod. I will. So. So. Yeah. I. I, I but. So. I. I agree that that JGP is is uh is in the nomination, but I feel like as far as oh non- three
1: three king of uh king of interesting sports ping pong
0: that's true too hmm okay guys that aren't vanilla though I like I feel like I feel like Ilya's not vanilla I I think I think he's he is deserving of being he has a a kind of a bit of a zen nihilism to him and that he is just like
1: you can look into water for a very long time and not get (laughs) bored by it so so that that wraps around where it's like oh isn't someone like that boring no they are the most interesting people in the world.
0: And I also think uh Clutter Clutterbuck is is not vanilla Tats, in the, tats asshole um right. not for necessarily jerk. good reasons he's kind of a jerk asshole He refuses to I, I, he
1: refuses to go on spit and chocolate supposedly.
0: Okay, that's a W, W in my <laughs> book. And last last nominee to add cuz we're we're about to to run yeah. I think I think uh I think uh I think I think either Barzi or Romanov R- Romanov has had some some funny little quotes. Him
1: Yeah, him I think talk- that's cultural. I think I think that's that's a little more of a cultural like kind of just like the language uh he's still learning the English language a little bit more. Um than I think I think that's you know, you can hear it a little more like uh like a little bit of nuances
0: a little off well. Uh, this has been this has been the uh the the the, the joe byron edition i uh, hope yeah. hope everybody had a nice thanksgiving we're gonna try to come back next week uh yeah and uh and uh let's go Isles. uh i i don't really have anything else you know how Isles podcasts go. you gotta go all right, so. all right bye. Bye.